eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Bill's Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. All right, Josh Allen, a little bit of Josh Allen magic, I guess you'd say, on the uh, Quentin Morris touchdown. That's Josh Allen right there in a nutshell, right? I mean, he's he's in a muddy pocket. He's scrambling around. There's nowhere to throw to. Quentin Morris said that it was a different. there's a different play call, actually, there. I didn't even know he was going to be targeted, but you have to keep yourself alive and available. And Josh just throws a laser into him. Yeah, so we haven't talked about the injury yet either, by the way. We no, we will. Yeah, we, we should. should. We should at some point. So Go ahead. Get, tell everybody what you mean. Okay, so after the game, Josh Allen goes into the x-ray room, and he had pictures taken of his throwing shoulder. Now, the pictures came back positive, which is what Sean said. I bet he was in a lot of pain, and I bet this positive, positive. Like, like good news. Like right. if they came back negative, nothing. Yeah, yeah, like nothing. It doesn't look. Reminded like, me of an episode of The Office. Yeah, early returns. I think are good for the Bills as far as the injury is concerned. That being said, I would anticipate he's on the injury report this week and probably for several weeks to come. It feels like maybe this is a pain tolerance. Thing. I'm not a doctor. The reason I bring that up for a couple different reasons with the Quint Morris throw. It did not look like he had an injury because that was an absolute seed, and there's two or three quarterbacks in the entire NFL who can make that throw, and he did it there, which was a huge play. 
There was also a melee at the end of the third quarter, and Josh dove into an offensive lineman shoulder first in that play with the shoulder that he was having available. I don't think that matters for Josh Allen. No, he would have done that anyway. I'm saying, like, I know that's adrenaline at that point, but the injury can't be that. I mean, if you're walking around and you can barely feel your shoulder, I don't think you're running into a bigger person than you throwing your shoulder at them. So that's another point. And then he also had one incomplete pass in the second half, and that was the play to Knox that probably should have been caught. So the injury happened in the second quarter, and he was actually better after the injury. So I think it's something to monitor, but I also don't think that it's the end of the world. And also, really good news, Damian Harris movement movement he's at the hospital but they got good news back from them he's got full movement in his body those scans also came back negative which is positive for the bills so a good sign for damian harris that one is a much more significant thing so just incredible to see that and for josh allen obviously a, a really big factor josh allen 19 of 30 I'm doing the math here 63 percent. there you go 169 Two touchdowns and interception, not the greatest stat line for Josh Allen. You know, you'd like to see something better, but you're right. Second half was a lot better than the first half. Speaking of the second half being better, they finally started to run the ball a little bit better in the second half. First half was kind of a carryover in a lot of ways from the Jacksonville game, the game in London, which I also don't want to discount a little bit of this. And I'm not here to tell everybody, well, just blame it on the travel. I'm not saying that at all. But I think even you and I talked about how midweek, we finally started to feel a little right coming back from London, right? Yeah, I feel like I got hit by a bus. I don't know if that was a combination of London or if it's just that I have a seven-month-old child at home oh, that does it. not That's sleep. right, probably right. So it's probably a balance of that. I don't know. I think that maybe that has a little bit to do with it. I, I think there's a stat out there someone pointed out to me, and I'm not kidding, that teams that play in London that don't take their bye the following week overwhelmingly either are either lose or are, are, are losing in the fourth quarter and have are sluggish. I don't know. I was telling again, I don't know if there's anything to quantify it, but I do think it's interesting. My issue with the offense is that Stefan Diggs, after the last game, said he didn't want to use the word lackadaisical, but that's the word that he brought up and then explained how it felt like the Bills were lackadaisical on offense. And it was the exact same thing coming out of the gate today. And I do not know what's wrong with them because they go, I don't know if they go three and out. Do they go three and out to start the game? Yes. They go three and out to start the game. Then they punt it back, and then they get the ball back, and then they have Allen under center, and he's slinging it all over the place. He hits digs on just like a beautiful 30-yard pass, and then they're moving the ball. He hits Davis, and then eventually the fumble happens, and then that's the turnover on downs. But then after that, they went six plays. So two more possessions where Allen was playing out of shotgun, and they were just abysmal. And, and I don't know enough about football strategy to know why you switch that up as much as you do i would like to have that conversation with somebody i don't think dorsey would probably tell me why but i want to know why it feels like they are so much better under center than they are in shotgun but yet they still find the balance there like why don't they do more under center because it sort of yeah seems like they're much more comfortable there when i asked him on the zoom call monday he very much alluded to josh being more comfortable in shotgun and he wants to have josh as comfortable as possible but you'd think josh would also know that like it's in the pudding. yeah the stats and the the, the success rate is there um stefan Dix, so 16 targets mm -hmm. 11 in the first half alone i would say though in this game, maybe a little too much looking for him and not others early on. Um, he was straight up, straight up being double teamed. 
And I mean, like they literally had two guys on him. And if that's the case, Matt, you got to find somebody else open at some point. And it seemed like Josh was still going to him and Hey, he was still making some catches, but there were times where it felt like somebody else has to step up and make a play. You're right. And they're forcing the ball to Stefan Diggs. But I think that might tell us how they feel about their other options because they are in it to Stefan Diggs. Gabe Davis had, I think, four games in a row with a touchdown. He doesn't have a touchdown today. He has the fumble, a really bad stat line as far as Gabe Davis is concerned. Dawson Knox, I think, had one catch, and then he had the drop at the end of the game. So you know when you're throwing to Diggs, he's going to make the catch. There are very few instances where he makes a mistake, where he drops a ball. So I think that's probably why Josh is force-feeding him so much, but they need to be more creative. They need to be more Here's a step for you, though. Stefan Diggs set a Bills team record by recording his fourth consecutive game with 100-plus yards receiving. Diggs also becomes just the fifth player in the Super Bowl era with 100-plus yards in five of his team's first six games. Wow. So Stefan Diggs is having an unbelievable start to the season statistically. Not just statistically. I mean, he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Even when he's doubled, he's probably still a great option for you, but they need to be more creative. Like Trent Shurfield, where is he? Why has he got, I think, three catches on the year, four catches on the year? Credit to where it's due. I think Ken Dorsey needs to do a lot better of a job, but the touchdown from Deontay Hardy was a great play call. That was yeah. that was really well schemed up. I, I, I want to say this, though. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I do think losing Dalton Kincaid mattered a lot in this game as they could not go 12 personnel. David Edwards was the eligible lineman. I think almost every play he was checking in. He was the next tight end. He was the second tight end. The Bills could not run their normal 12 personnel like they normally do. And even though they don't give the ball a lot to Dalton Kincaid and we've said, hey, where's Dalton Kincaid? I think having 12 personnel has had a big effect on them with the success of this offense. Without Dalton Kincaid on the field tonight, I do think that hurt the Bills a lot in what they wanted to do. Yeah, I think so too, but should be so, I don't want to say dead set, but you shouldn't be so reliant on one thing because what if you have an injury to him like you did or you have an injury to Dawson Knox? Your offense needs to be able to do different things, and that's one of the areas where they've struggled. So, yeah, in 12 personnel, maybe they are a little bit more dynamic. Maybe they are a little bit more prone to make a big play, but today you couldn't really lean on that. Although... Did, was Dawson on the field? Dawson was on the field when Quinn Morris caught the touchdown. So that play was, I, he, I think he was. So that play was in 12 personnel. So they had both of their tight ends on the field in the play, and then look, it ended up being a touchdown. So, yeah, I think it was just an overall really sloppy for the offense. I think that you can't do this, but you kind of can at the same time. They score 14 points, but it was really 20 because you had two missed field goals. I'm not saying that that's how it is. I'm saying the offense needs to be better. But I think if you a 20 instead of a 14, you're probably like, okay, yeah, not a great day for the offense for sure, but at the same time, you know, we know what they're capable of because you said it at the beginning of the podcast. Listen, the Bills stunk today for a lot of the game until the fourth quarter. Excuse me. The Bill offense stunk today. The defense was outstanding today. I don't want to put everybody in the same bucket, but 
because we had this eight o'clock game, I got to watch a lot of football today. And I watched the 49ers lose to the Browns. I watched Jets beat the Eagles. I watched the Panthers jump out 14-0 against the Dolphins. That ended up in a blowout. I saw a lot of weird football games around the league. It felt like this was a fitting way to end a very weird day around the league. And the Bills still got a win. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it does. next week it's not going to matter. No, that's right. Win. I say it every game. I say this. Every game has its own DNA. What you did this week means nothing next week. Whether you win or lose, you blow a team out, you lose a close game, it doesn't matter. No matter what you did tonight, it means nothing for the next game. All right, Bills win 14-9. to Very odd score. Boy, that wasn't scoregami, was it? No, to go check on that. I mean, it wasn't a scoregami, which would have been cool. I don't know if I've ever covered a scoregami game, to be honest. Oh, that would be nice. Did you see the other night there was a score? There was no scoregami in the um, – Whichever game it was, but they said the only time it ever happened, it was the uh, maybe the was the Chiefs Broncos game, I think. The only time it ever happened was ninety six years to the day. Oh yeah. And it was the Buffalo Bisons against the New York Yankees football team. Happened here in Buffalo. Anybody that's amazing. Anybody else stand out to you offensively that you want to specifically shout out before I can we we probably gotta talk about a couple other guys on defense who were really good. Yeah, let's um let's wrap up the offense. We'll go to the defense for the last um bit here. James Cook thought played well. Yeah. Any any had a nice yards per carry. His total yards was 71 on 14 carry, 5.1 yards a carry. Thought he finally was hitting the hole a little bit. For some reason, last week didn't go very well, and they didn't start this game. They've kind of shifted more towards Latavius Murray, it seemed like. But then James Cook wound up with more carries than him. 14 for 71, Murray 12 for 45. Mine's Osiris Torrance, because I thought once again that he was kind of a bright – it's the offensive line, right? How do you note it too much from not watching the game back on the offensive line? But I've seen a couple of the clips where on the Quentin Morris touchdown – he held his own and gave Allen that window to step up in the pocket and ultimately hit that throw. So it feels like offensively, Wink Martindale did a lot to, I think, confuse the Bills a little bit today where they thought they were getting pressure, but the, or it, the Bills probably felt like they were getting a lot more pressure than they ultimately were, and they were doing a lot of stuff to guise them. I, I feel like overall, Osiris Torrance, at this point in his career, he's six games in, he certainly does not feel like he's holding it back in any way, shape, or form. He feels like he might be one of the best offensive linemen that they have. So I think that's a really good sign, and I think that that's kind of another thing we'll talk about defensively because this was also a big game for some of the younger guys. Certainly was, and maybe a little uneven for a few. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 